morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 13th day of October 2021. It's Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. We got a movie review for you, courtesy of Big J this morning. He watched Night Books last night on Netflix. At least I'm assuming it was last night. It could have been yesterday afternoon for all I know. No, it's last night. You're right on the money. And uh, he, we will get a full review of that particular film, which I believe is a Netflix original. This morning, we'll have a chance for you to qualify. Last chance, as a matter of fact, for you to qualify for that ATV that we're going to give away. So that's going to happen this morning. We also are going to have a chance for you to go to, I don't know, some concerts that are coming to town. How about that? For All right. Fun. Uh, if you fun. missed the announcement yesterday, Avatar unfortunately had to postpone their show Saturday at the Revolution Concert House and Events Center. Uh, Johannes uh, tested positive for COVID-19, and so they had to shut down and postpone the remainder of the tour. Hold on to those tickets if you have them for Saturday. They will come in handy. No idea yet when they're going to reschedule, but the band has promised that they will do so. So it's going to happen, just not on Saturday like you had anticipated. So that is unfortunate because, you know, we love the Avatar boys. I know you were looking forward to that one as well. Yep. But uh, you will sally forth, will you not, Big J? No, no. Saturday it all ends. Oh, no. Well, I die. It was a good run. And we also have a chance for you to enjoy funeral, some fun and excitement music-wise. We'll start things off this morning with some Radiohead for you. This is Creep on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do. You do deserve an advocate. Big fire yesterday in downtown Caldwell during the uh, Dairy Gold plant there. Five alarm fire took off around 2.30 in the afternoon yesterday. Multiple firefighting units had to be worked out there to extinguish the flame and even crews from surrounding cities have been called in to assist them as they take care of business. Reported around 2.40 yesterday afternoon and the cause of the fire not exactly known so they are putting together an investigation as to what caused this particular fire at the very big Derrigal branch in downtown Caldwell of course they had to shut down the entire facility because of the fire but it was a big one man it was not messing around uh, of course it was constructed back in the 1930s so you lots of brick lots of masonry lots of wood and old wood construction inside and so there was some significant damage to that stuff uh, the Dairy Gold Company released a statement that said that it was sad to confirm the plant in Caldwell suffered some serious fire damage. They were grateful for the prompt action of their employees and that nobody was injured in the accident, but they've got to figure out what to do now. they got to reroute their milk into other facilities and exploring other ways that they can still support members of their plant until it reopens. And so they'll see what ends up happening, and the investigation again is underway, but that's a pretty big hit to downtown Caldwell. There's a lot of smoke in the sky last night. Yeah, and uh, also, I mean, it affects uh, everybody's job there, and uh, they're relocating those folks to do work, and I mean, listen, uh, that might affect some some milk stuff around the, the neighborhood. You don't want it to affect your milk stuff, dude. Well, yeah. So you gotta be careful. That's a huge part of the supply around here. Of course. Here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what they do. Atlanta Braves and Houston Astros are moving on to their league championship series after the winning their division series yesterday. Braves beat the Brewers 5-4. Eighth inning uh, home run by Freddie Freeman ended up breaking the tie, and they win the NLDS three games to one. Brewers really didn't even put on a fight. Things were suspenseful for the Astros. They dominated the White Sox 10-1 to take their ALDS series three games to one as well, so 
They're going to take on the Red Sox. The Braves are waiting for the winner of the Dodgers-Giants series as that was forced to Game 5 after a 7-2 Dodgers win yesterday. That uh, happens uh, Thursday. Game 5 does between the Giants and the Dodgers to see who advances in the playoffs. Had the uh, the uh, NHL season kickoff yesterday. The Pittsburgh Penguins and the Vegas Golden Knights won last night as the NHL uh, dropped the puck on their new season. Penguins beat the Lightning 6-2 in the first game of the season. Of course, uh, Gary Bettman was on hand as Tampa Bay unveiled their 2020-21 uh, Stanley Cup banner during the pregame ceremony. And then the Seattle Kraken ended up uh, making their debut last night. Final Ooh. score, 4-3. to three. I do love the Kraken's uniforms, though. Uh, Seattle put up a fight. They, they were down 3 nothing and then tied the game. Uh, 3-3 before Vegas scoring the game-winning goal midway through the end of the third period. So congratulations to Vegas and congratulations to the Seattle Kraken getting things off and running. Any interest in the new Scream movie, Big J? Yeah, it looks awesome, man, the trailer. Uh, The trailer did drop for the movie that's going to come out in 2022. Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox all returning. And then uh, Jack Quaid, Marissa Barrera, and Jenna Ortega have come on board. Of course, uh, the first version of Scream was released 25 years ago, and that kind of made fun of some horror movie tropes. This is the fifth installment in the actual series. It will hit theaters on January 14th. Have you seen all four Scream movies? Yeah. I don't think I have. I I think I stopped at, like, Scream... Two, maybe? I don't think I saw Scream 3. I know I didn't see Scream 4. What did I miss in Scream 4? Not my, I mean, I barely remember it. It was like one of those just like, oh, I'm going to watch it because it's part of the series. Because Nev Campbell returned for that yeah, as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is not like uh, her return to the series. She's been back with four, but I don't remember anything This has been it. such a long period of time. Correct, correct. I remember two was just okay. It wasn't, I mean, Scream 1 is a fantastic film. Uh, I'm not sure I can vouch for, I didn't see three or four, but I could certainly can't vouch for two. Anthrax, Breathing Lightning, Joey Belladonna's 61st birthday today for your Send Nude Song of the Day. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Yesterday, right around this time or so, Big J selected a movie to watch for you on Netflix called Night Books. It was kind of the horror version of the three movies that he had a chance to uh, pick, and that's what he selected, it being October and all. And what did you think, Big J? Yeah, it's uh, directed by David Yarovsky. He uh, directed Brightburn. Maybe you're familiar with that movie. I am familiar with it. Uh, and a uh, good friend of James Gunn. And you've got uh, stars here, Kristen Ritter, of course, for Jessica Jones from uh, the Marvel Universe, and uh, which once upon a time was on Netflix. Uh, I got a couple kid actors here because after all, this is a kids movie. When you get down to it, Winslow Fagley and uh, Lydia Jewett as Yasmin and Alex, and you know the story is uh, about uh, a young man who loves to write uh, scary stories, Nick. And uh, you throw into the fact that you've got this uh, witch named Kristen Ritter who entices him <laughs> into uh, her uh, her her home, and uh, she demands that he read stories to her that he makes up these stories and there's this house that that, it's a magical you know witch house and it's got all uh, like this huge library of books that that she's written and uh the story here is that in order to to appease the witch you you know she needs scary stories a new scary story what she hasn't heard yes exactly and uh and he's having some writer's block issues and uh he's got some weird stuff going on here uh nick uh and it's a very colorful uh, a lot of the things are going in on, on 
on it, and uh, some of it didn't necessarily make absolute sense, but uh, it is a kid's movie after all, and there's some scares here and there, some jump scares, things like that, uh, but what you have here ultimately is a movie that, uh, you know, like in most kids' movies, you know, tells a, a story and also serves a life lesson that you have, and while he's there, he meets uh, this uh, Yasmin who has been there for quite some time, so she's collecting kids and keeping them, and they don't always make it out. Oh, okay. So Jesus. that's, yeah, that's, uh, you, and then there's some interplay with uh, just uh, some old stories like Hans, Hansel and Gretel and those sort of things. And, you know, at first I was like, I don't know how I feel about this movie. It was kind of on the borderline, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know, it's just a fun movie. It's something you can watch with the kids. The wife watched it with me and she scares easily and she's like, this is not for the kids. And I'm like, it's rated PG, okay? It's for the kids. You're just a big scaredy cat for some I don't know why you're scared of this. What's the problem here? Uh, but it's a fun movie. And, it, you know, coming around Halloween time, it's something that you haven't seen before. And, you know, I would say it's appropriate for ages, you know, six plus. Okay. So, yeah, check it out. Approved. Uh, what was the life lesson that it taught you? Uh, that uh, friendship is rare. And oh. that you should uh, take advantage of uh, being friends. And that uh, sometimes uh, trying to fit in isn't always the best thing and uh the young uh, kid alex was ready to give up telling scary stories and there's kind of a sad uh anecdote in there and then uh then things come out in the end and it's a nice it's a nice happy ending good triumphs over evil I'm yes uh as it is a kids movie i don't think it would end on a super depressing note uh but it sounds like uh it's big j approved yeah approved man all right there you go night books is a new movie on netflix just in time for Halloween. Yeah, not night moves. No. Night books. Don't watch night moves. Don't watch night shift with the kids. Watch night books. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your movie review. A home run courtesy of Streaming Dumbass. <laughs> On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you know what you do deserve is an advocate. Check them out if you need some help. Big J, a record was made in August officially. 4.3 million people here in America quit their jobs in the month of August. That represents just less than 3% of the entire workforce. Now that's up from the previous record, 2.7% of the workforce in July of this year. According to the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey report, which came out yesterday. Now, that's the highest rate since the report actually began being filed more than 20 years ago back in the year 2000. So we've got 5% of the workforce in the last two months officially, according to this report, that have quit their jobs. But it's not like they're quitting their jobs just to sit on their ass because the unemployment numbers are still fairly low. What's happening is people are walking away from jobs that don't pay them enough or they're not happy with because there is an influx of hiring out there and there's higher pay, there's better working conditions, and there's more flexible working arrangements for people out there. And so people are leaving their jobs left, right, and center. Data backs up the complaints from employers who are having a hard time finding people to hire. That is, of course, unless you are one of those places that have higher pay, better working conditions, and more flexible working arrangements, then everything's gravy. But if you are, you know, part-time work or not paying people a lot of money you are struggling to find help right now and that is because there's so many higher paying jobs out there available right now 
So unemployment is fairly low, but people are leaving their jobs in a record amount for greener pastures, I guess. So more power to them, agree or disagree? Oh, totally agree. I mean, I don't blame anybody for trying to get higher up on the ladder than they currently are. What's the whole damn point of being living in America? Right. But at the same point, uh, you know, there's more people complaining about how long it takes them to get their sandwiches every day. Yeah, you know what? Well, maybe you should have treated people a little bit better. Maybe tipped a little bit better, too. Yeah, people don't want to hear that. Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady said yesterday that he plans to play in the Tampa Bay game against the Eagles tomorrow night, despite his injured thumb on his right hand. Dude played on one knee last year and won a Super Bowl. You think a thumb's going to bother him? Uh, Well, it is on his throwing hand. He did hurt it in the first half of the Tampa Bay win (laughs) over the Dolphins on Sunday. Went on to throw five touchdowns. Uh, yeah, but, you know, when it has a couple of days to get swollen and stuff, he does say it's a little sore, but he doesn't expect it to be an issue, and I'm sure it won't be. Uh, that's going to pretty much do it for Kyrie Irving until he gets vaccinated, according to the Brooklyn Nets. He won't play or practice with the team until he can be a full participant, meaning he has to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. There had been talk that Irving might be allowed to play only in road games. Since there's a New York City mandate that requires them to be vaccinated in order to play in home games in the city. But according to GM Sean Marks, he says, listen, we respect the fact that he has a choice. He can make his own choice right now. What's best for the organization is you don't play with us unless you are officially vaccinated against the virus. And whether he wants to get too uh, vaccinated or not is entirely up to him. NBA players aren't currently required to be vaccinated, but they have more testing and restrictions to follow local mandates if they aren't, much like the NFL currently. The league said players won't be paid for games they miss because they are ineligible to play. Mark said, however, that Irving will be paid for road games, so there's that. And the NFL Players Association told USA Today that it will request that the NFL release the rest of the 650,000 emails that were reviewed as part of an investigation to workplace misconduct with the Washington football team organization. It was leaked emails that uh, led to Las Vegas Raiders head coach John Gruden resigning on Monday after they showed him using racist, anti-gay, and misogynist language. Uh, and then there are more emails that came out today that get that gets Adam Schefter of ESPN in hot water, as apparently he had been running stories by Bruce Allen of the Washington Redskins. Is it hot water? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I don't think. To me, it's listen, like here, he's an insider. He needs to get that information. He's got to... You know, scratch a few backs here, rub a little shoulders. Yes, no, uh, it, it shouldn't surprise anybody. However, the fact, listen, Adam Schefter is about as Weasley as they get when it comes to uh, people breaking stories. But anybody that breaks stories has to have connections. But I do believe there's a difference between having a source and calling your source an editor of a story. That, to me, is basically propaganda at that point. It's not an insider. It's basically telling the story that you want the dude that gave you the story to tell. And that's not journalism. That's just... Well, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... I don't go... My thought when I think of anybody at ESPN is not journalism. Well... I don't think of Adam Schefter as a journalist. I don't care what stories you're writing about. Cool. What do you think of Matt? Is he an entertainer? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, then uh, then it shouldn't bother you. But I promise you he's got a journalism degree. Oh, I know. He's got two of them. Right. So that should bother you, is that there There are a I'm little I'm like, you know, bit- when I want unbiased, good journalism, I'm not going to Adam Schefter or anybody at ESPN for that matter. No, I, I, I understand, but there's still, you have to understand that you're probably in the minority when it comes to that. People, it, I mean, news is in the ESPN 
you know, anagram. Uh, it's just one of those things that's part of I don't it. consider sports, like, newsy news. Uh, well, of course not. But what I'm saying is there's certainly news to come out of it, right? Sure. Real news actually happens in sports all the time. And, uh, you know, when a player gets released or there are reasons that players gets released, I mean, they, you know, like it or not, Adam Schefter affects careers of football players every single day and affects the, the, the way that people think about football players every single day. And you think about, like, just like what happened with the Aaron Rodgers thing this week, this this summer. I mean, the only reason that that became a deal was because Adam Schefter released it. When did he decide to release that story? On draft day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then when did he decide to talk? So these are all things that, that he talks about with the organizations. And it does definitely change the angle, the attitude, and the perspective of any particular story is how he reports it when he decides to report it. And if he's following orders from somebody else... That taints the story, whether you like it or not. It does. Well, I don't see it as him following orders. Well, if he's asking... If he's like, hey, uh, is this good to you? Do you think there's anything else I should put in this or maybe take out? Right. That, well, that's affecting the story. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he, he's he's trying to keep within his realm of being an insider. I just don't see him as a reporter, as a journalist. That's fine. That's fine. But that's exactly what he is. I mean, you can call him whatever you see him as. I don't see him as, you know, the standard, you know, journalist either. But that doesn't mean he shouldn't have some sort of integrity when it comes to his job. That's all. I'm sure ESPN will do nothing for it. I mean, you know, again, there's, there's, there is. I do believe that that if there's any company that doesn't give a rat's ass what people think about their people, it's ESPN. AMC has greenlit the anthology series Tales of the Walking Dead. Big J, you're going to get more, according to Variety. The six-episode first season will debut on AMC and AMC Plus this summer. Each one-hour episode is set within the world of The Walking Dead, but apparently will feature different characters outside of the current cast of The Walking Dead. They are going to beat this thing into the ground until nobody cares about it. I thought it already was. Well, I mean, if they're releasing new series, it's got to be doing something. While we have abandoned ship long ago, there's got to be some sort of fuel left in The Walking Dead tanker. I don't think they'd be throwing more money at it. But, I mean, if anybody's going to beat this thing past the point of recognition, it's going to be AMC, if it's not already. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. J on 100.3, the X rocks. Big J, we are going to Huntington, Tennessee for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh. And we kind of referenced it a little bit earlier in the show, but I want to make sure I go on record and say that I am not looking down in any way, shape, or form on people that work in the fast food industry. Uh, Somebody that did so myself for well over a year and a half, Uh, I worked at a McDonald's. It was like my first actual job. I enjoyed it. I liked working there. And now it was because a lot of my friends worked there as well. So it made it a fun job. But I hold uh, no ill will, nor do I look down upon those that do that kind of stuff. In fact, they they help me out on a fairly regular basis, the people that work at fast food. So for those of you that do that, I know the job isn't easy. I know the job doesn't pay well and i know the job can sometimes be frustrating because people expect the world from you when you are buried in it a lot of times you know what i mean yeah and so i can understand how frustration can be just at the surface and sometimes it takes a lot to get through a day if you're working at a fast food joint so to those that do it thank you really honestly Uh, And it had to have been a rough day for 21-year-old Damaris Pritchett, who is a manager at a Wendy's there in Huntington, Tennessee, because he had himself a a rough day. 
He got into a verbal argument with a customer who complained that his food order was cold. Uh, and so Pritchett cold. offered to heat it up for him. Uh, he did so by dousing some of the hot oil taken from the deep fryer on the man who was holding the bag of food. Now, I don't know uh, if you've ever been in and around a deep fryer before in the world of fast food, but that oil is very hot. Very hot. Yeah. Uh, the victim did suffer severe burns on his left side and arm and was treated at the hospital for these burns. During uh, police questioning, Pritchett claimed that the victim had been harassing him for several weeks about dogs and then he thought had chased him into his job as well. However, the police report doesn't specify what the dog complaint was. Pritchard's still arrested in charge of aggravated assault because he can't go through on hot oil on people, man. That just can't be something that you do. How do you deliver the hot oil? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing maybe a cup, you know? Uh, because you're right. I mean, usually the, the hot oil deep fryers have just baskets, you know, that have yeah. the oil holes in them to make it difficult because you're just putting the nuggets and the fries in there usually. Maybe the chicken breasts. But either way, that's something that probably shouldn't be okay. And this was the manager, by the way. Not like just some rando that worked there. The manager of the store. So he uh, probably needed to treat himself uh, a little bit more managerial than this. Didn't do a good job. Think about his poor employees. Right. Now they're in, they're rudderless in the Wendy's in Huntington, Tennessee. What are they going to do? I think they'll find a replacement. I believe you're probably right. Uh, but that goes to show you, you got to watch out, man. got to remember, if you want to complain about something at a fast food restaurant, make sure it's worth it. Because you never know how the person on the other end of the counter yeah. is going to react. You never know. I mean, I'm sure. Now, listen, if, if the, there is some truth to the fact that this guy's been hounding this dude forever and decided to make his life a living hell at his job, it's a different story. But if this guy had a legitimate complaint about cold food at a fast food restaurant and got burning oil dumped on him, I mean, made it. Weird. They yeah. had beef at Wendy's. I know. And God forbid if his food was too hot, I mean, I guess that's what the Frosties are for, right? Just start chucking Frosties at people. Yeah. Because they have the cold stuff, too, there at the Wendy's. That so, beef was fresh, never frozen. Get it? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Your chance to win some Monster Jam tickets are next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> That is Nirvana. All apologies here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X Rocks Monster Jam is returning to the Treasure Valley. It's coming to town at the Ford Idaho Center on the 22nd and 23rd of this particular month. You're saying it wrong. What am I saying? How do I say it? Monster Jam. Good to know. Good to know. And we have tickets for what particular showing, Big J? Uh, This is for Friday, October 22nd, 7 p.m. So I'm I'm thinking prime slot right there, baby. It's pretty nice. If you want to go to Monster Jam, a pair of tickets on us. Now you need to get on the phone and play a little game called Truck or No Truck. 208-287-1003. 208-287-1003. Concept is simple. I've got three names of possible Monster Jam trucks. Some of them are real. Some of them are completely fictional. I've got three of them. If you can grab two of three correct in the span of me reading the names, that is how you will claim these particular tickets. Are you ready, Big J? I mean, yeah, I don't have anything to do here. Uh, That's absolutely correct. So you should be more ready than ever. Hello, the X. <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? 
All right, you are up first. We need to know if the following name of a Monster Jam truck is a real truck or one that we just made up. The truck is called King of the Road. Is that a real monster truck or is that one that we made up? King of the Road. What is it? Made up. Wrong. That is incorrect. It is an actual truck. So now you've got to get these next two correct. You can do it. Pair of queens, is that a real truck or a fake truck? Fake truck. Fake truck is correct. Right. Pair of queens is a, not a truck that is actually a monster jam. And for all the gravy, aces high, is that a real monster truck or a fake monster truck? Real. That is correct. Right. Aces high is correct. You have nailed two out of three. Congratulations. Monster jam tickets are yours. Hang on just one second, sir. That's how it's going to work. We're going to play truck or no truck. And oh, by the way, you're also qualified for a very cool uh, family four-pack of pit passes for the Saturday show, too. Grand prize style for winning truck or no truck. So we're not messing around here. So this is why you want to tune in and be a part of the fun. Truck or no truck will continue all the way up through Monster Jam, which is beginning next week at the Ford Idaho Center. So keep listening for your chance to win as well. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Social media is not a risk-free activity, Big J. And finally, according to the University of Sydney, they reviewed a bunch of different research articles, about 250 of them. And they broke down social media use and were able to figure out, okay, let's... Weigh the pros and cons. How many positive effects are there of social media that are tangible? How many negative effects are there oh boy. for social media that are tangible? Uh, 46 negative effects, 3 positive effects. There's only 3 positive effects? Yeah, overall, it's staying. the 3 positive effects are staying in contact with friends and family. Uh, potential ego boost if you need one of those. Oh, yeah. And promotion of business or things. That's it. Now, when you come into, I mean, unless you can name any other ones, what do you got? No, I, I haven't put into any research into this. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounded like you gonna... had some at the top of your head. No. But uh, the negative ones include the cost of social exchange, like depression, anxiety, jealousy, wasted time, energy, money, annoying content, content that annoys, upsets, or irritates you, be it sexual or obscene or otherwise, privacy concerns, security threats, cyberbullying, lying, rumors, Low performance, like negative impact on your job because you're messing around on social media too much. Academic performance as well. Researchers uh, said basically the World Health Organization has recognized the need for further research on information technology addiction. And maybe this will help them realize that there are definite ways that you can see problems and benefits to them. But maybe you can develop strategies for preventing and treating this problem. But (laughs) only three positives. I mean, that's not... uh... Yeah. I mean, granted, those positives can be very good things, but if the negative outweighs the positive, that's the problem with it. But I think we all agree that the social media landscape is a more negative space than a positive space. Agree or disagree? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, listen, if it wasn't for work and just having to at least know what's going on and just being able to have an idea of what's happening, I mean, I probably wouldn't be doing Facebook at all. Well, it's not just Facebook. Keep yeah. That in mind well, too. no, I understand that, but but to me, Facebook is the most invasive of those that you can really get stuck. Yeah, 
I mean, listen, it's all owned by the same company anyway. Whether I mean, Instagram, Facebook, they're the same. Twitter, a different thing altogether, but still uh, a fairly negative landscape as well. Braves and Astros are moving on to the league championship series after wrapping up their division series yesterday. Bra- Braves beat the Brewers 5-4. to four. Uh, that wrapped up their series three games to one. Brewers really didn't put up much of a fight. And then there was the, speaking of not putting up the fight, the uh, Astros dominating the White Sox 10-1 to one to win their division series three games to one. So now it's the Astros and the Red Sox, and it will be the Dodgers and Giants battling it out in game five tomorrow in San Francisco for their NL division series. The winner of that series will go on to face the Braves in the NL championship series. So there's that. So it's Alex Cora cheater versus the Astros cheaters. That's right. They're reuniting. Who cheats better? Of the cheaters are back together. Pittsburgh Penguins and Vegas Golden Knights won last night as the NHL kicked off its new season. Penguins beat the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning 6-2. And the Seattle Kraken took the ice against the Las Vegas Golden Knights. The Knights ended up going up 3-0. Kraken rallied back, but Vegas ended up winning 4-3 when it was all said and done. And Big J, oh my God, what are you going to do? Mark Harmon is done with NCIS on yeah. a regular basis. Yeah, I know. He ended his run as a series regular. The CBS drama shows uh, Harmon's character. Did you watch it? Are you up Yeah, to of course. Uh, yes. Did you know it was coming? Uh, not until I saw a report about it. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of got the idea because, you know, for the longest time, NCIS has been on Tuesday nights. And they moved it to Monday. To go up against Monday Night Football, that seems like that what, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I really think they're probably grooming it to, to say goodbye at some point. And Mark Harmon being ushered out, uh, or at least his character, uh, you know, taking a step back is, is probably proof of that happening here sooner than later. Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, I don't know if it was a show decision or a Mark Harmon decision. Do you know? I'm pretty sure it's a Mark Harmon decision. He's the executive producer. He's kind of in charge of most of that stuff for the, for the better part of it. So... Mm-hmm. I think he's just getting older and wants to you know, be able to take some time and spend some of his money. How did you feel about how the character arc wrapped up? Yeah, it was, so well, it's not completely done, but I mean, it's good. It was sad. He was just decided to stay in Alaska is basically what ended up happening, right? Yeah. Uh, gave up the badge. Now, listen, I haven't watched two seconds of this show, but it sounds awfully depressing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is. I mean, it's like he's been a part of that that whole thing for you know. Well, not only so that, but years. like he decides to stay in Alaska because he hasn't felt right since his wife and daughter got killed. And yeah, it's like oh, you watch the show on a regular basis. Yeah, how did his wife and daughter die? Well, they were obviously murdered. Well, how do so, I know that? I mean, it could well, have been an accident. She... No, there's no accidents. There's no accidents in NCIS. No. It's all deliberate actions. Yes. Uh, well, did Mark Harmon capture the people that killed his I'm family? I'm not going to go and review the entire series. You can watch it. Well, I'm just saying yes or no questions. Yes, he, he got he got the guys the guy who did it. But he finally found peace in Alaska, and he wasn't ready to let it go. So that's going to do it. Uh, it. Was that the season finale as well? No, the season just started. Oh, Jesus. They're just going to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, will you continue watching? Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we got a heck of a prize package here morning after style for you as we give you an opportunity to get qualified for a Can-Am 570 Outlander. Thanks to our friends at Birds of Prey Motorsports. Help from Larry H. Miller, Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Victor Greens, and the Boise Army Navy Store. We'll get you qualified for that. Plus tickets to the Who. That is happening next week at the Rev Center. Some Mongolian metal, baby. Yeah, your last chance to qualify for this ATV as well. So if you want to get in on it now, it would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. 
That is our phone number. You're going to have to defeat Big J in pop culture knowledge. Today, we're going to focus on the movies of the 2000s and beyond. Uh, although we are going to kick Big J's uh, questions off with a uh, topic that he should be a very well-versed expert in. So I wish everybody Hello. the best of luck. We'll see how it goes yeah, I'm today. I'm an expert. Hello, the X. Hello, y'all. Coming for Pop Culture Snackdown. Wonderful, man. What's your name? Uh, Will. All right, Will, you're up first. Will, released in 2015, what is the correct subtitle to the fourth installment of the Mad Max movie series? Is it Thunderdome, Wastelands, or Fury Road? Fury Road. Fury Road. Right. Is correct. You're taking on Big J. Big J, what is the first name of Dr. No in the 1962 film of the same name? Uh, his first... Oh, man. I mean, that's a great question. Um... I'm going to go with uh, Doctor. Doctor is not his first name. Yeah, you got me. You got me. I don't don't know it. Alan, Martin, Julius, or Francis? Let's go with Francis. Wrong. Julian? Julius. Right. Julius, Julius, no. Dr. Julius, no, is his first name in the movies, the books, and every other form of media. But uh, it's Dumping J and James Bond trivia. That's always a good one. Well, congratulations. You got yourself all set up for Who Tickets. That's coming to town next Thursday at the Rev Center, and you're qualified to win that ATV. Hang on just one second, man. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go there. There's your pop culture smackdown. We will do some headlines next on the X Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about all the time on the X. Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Uh, okay. Not recommended, and the battle begins. The battle begins. Coastal Alabama City is warning residents to be careful because there's a ton of alligators which have just been showing up in populated areas following some recent heavy rains. Alligators have been reported in parking lots on the causeway that crosses Mobile Bay and along heavily trafficked I-79 in Daphne according to CBS affiliates in the area. So the city has posted notes on social media asking residents to be careful, particularly with their pets, because these alligators don't give a bleep and will just snatch them right from their leash and all. Charles Epler of Wildlife Solutions and Animal Removal Service said these sightings were likely linked to the weather. He says they get pushed out, and when rain is that heavy, it washes them out of where they're at, and then they're going to find somebody else somewhere else to go and set up shop. And sometimes that's your backyard or in your pool. Or things like that. So keep an eye out for alligators because uh, humans v. alligators is going to get ready to start up here in Alabama, Big J. Who do you got? Humans. You like the humans? Even in Alabama? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can only hope that they thin the herd a little bit. but I mean, alligators have been around a while, so they are resourceful animals. But all right, reptiles, I should say. Uh, Okay or not recommended? Not recommended. Generally speaking, it's fairly dangerous to play with explosives. And the Lincoln Police Department in Nebraska pulled over a vehicle on Friday night after homeowners in the area reported it was driving erratically. Police say the driver, 30-year-old Cody Ryan, was wanted on an outstanding felony warrant and was taken into custody. Once they got him into the police station... Officers found an item in Ryan's pocket that was identified by the fire inspector as an illegal explosive device. Apparently, it was homemade and intended to explode upon impact with a hard surface. 
Ryan faces multiple charges, including possession of a destructive device, but lost in the story is the fact that this guy had a homemade explosive device just in his pants pocket, which seems like a terrible place to keep it. Agree or disagree? Yeah, that's then they don't want, don't keep stuff there. Well, I mean, you can keep stuff in your yeah, pocket. Even keys, you'd be dangerous. What do you in case you fall on them? Yeah. When was the last time you fell down? I rest my case. Wrap it up with recently <laughs> lies. Uh, okay. Uh, this definitely took some bravery, but on Wednesday, Charles Kendrick was playing video games at his house at two o'clock in the morning, fully nude. You know, like you do. Well, why wouldn't you? And then he heard a grinding sound outside of his Rhode Island home. So he got up to investigate. He found Mickey. he found somebody underneath his car. Kendrick then said the man started the fight with him. But Kendrick ended up getting the robber's cell phone. The thief ended up stealing in the car's catalytic converter, which of course is an emission control device that contains precious and valuable metals like palladium and rhodium. Kendrick is about out about $180 for a new catalytic converter. He has a few scratches, but he is glad he stood his ground. But reminder, he was also completely naked when he came up on this guy and started catching him, uh, stealing his catalytic converter and got into a fight with the guy. Police have the cell phone, but no word if they made any arrest related to the incident yet. But I still feel like it's really weird that he was just playing video games fully nude. I don't know why that weirds me oh. out, but it does. How come? Well, I mean, listen, I, I'm all by myself a majority of the time, and rarely am I just hanging out in the nude. Unless, have you um, tried it? Is it supposed to enhance the experience? Well, it might. You never know, man. Well, I mean, are you, it sounds like you're coming from experience. Yeah. Does it? No. Okay. Then I'm not missing anything. Good to know. Also, put on some clothes, everybody. Especially if you're going outside. Like, even if you hear a grounding noise, like, even if you think you hear something, don't you put on clothes before you exit your house? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I would think so, too. But apparently not. So let it all hang out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Bad flower that is don't hate me here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Halloween's right around the corner, pal. Let's talk about it. Yeah, and uh, the the company known as Heinz, Nick, they make ketchup. I'm familiar. Well aware uh, they are of how people like to use Heinz ketchup as blood for their Halloween costumes. Yeah, not a lot of alternatives out there unless you want to get messy. Yeah, that's right. You're super creative. So they're cashing in on this phenomenon and uh, they have got themselves a new limited time uh, little kit. It's called the Tomato Blood Costume Kit, Nick, which along with the Halloween themed ketchup bottle includes a makeup palette, sponge, dropper, uh, makeup brush set, a rhinestone sheet, tattoo sheet, vampire teeth, and spooky eyelashes. Uh, the kit's available for just 20 bucks at HeinzHalloween.com uh, and they, it comes with a tagline and the tagline is uh, let's see. Let me find it out here. Um, well, it's in a different section of the, the article. All right. If you have Heinz, you have a costume. Well, that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, is it supposed to be like uh, like a stencil kit for, for ketchup, essentially? Or is it something else? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like there's a variety of different things you can use to create something. Uh, but uh, there you go. It's a sharp-looking bottle, too. And it'll go on your, uh, your your hot hamburgers and hot dogs. So it's still fully edible ketchup, not yeah. a specially designed blood kind of look towards it. Exactly. Which is good. 
I suppose. If you need blood for your costume, ketchup apparently uh, the way to go. Although, it, it doesn't stick like you think it's going to stick, if that makes sense. Right. Like, eventually, that ketchup is just going to slide off, unless you're using it as, like, something on clothes or something. You're an expert in ketchup. Yes, I know a lot about yeah. ketchup. If there's you anything you need to know about ketchup, how to get it off of things, how sticky it is, uh, as my son will eat ketchup with everything and anything. So, I do know a lot about ketchup. They're, uh, if you're going to happen to be in Los Angeles, they, they're... Uh, opening a pop-up Heinz Halloween store in LA and uh, you can grab some uh, some merch uh, the brand explains that visitors can also start decorating costumes at the store's interactive drip stations that sounds disgusting but hopefully if you're looking for blood for Halloween that's where you can find it morning after with Nick and Big J your chance to win something from us coming up with bad impressions that's next in the X Rocks <laughs> On 100.3, the X. And we'll set you up with a Boise meal deal here from our friends at uh, Papa Murphy's. Includes a large pepperoni pizza. We'll get you some cheese bread, uh, cookie dough for dessert, and a two-liter bottle of soda. Plus, we got tickets, Nick, next Thursday at the Rev Center. The Who is coming to town. They are Mongolian metal, and they're awesome. We'll get you set up with tickets to that show uh, and the meal deal package here. If you can figure out bad impressions. Dinner and a show up for grabs. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to take part in this little fun. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got a celebrity on his mind, and he's written three clues about that celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is in three clues or less, you got a concert you're going to next week, and you got some pizza you're shoving down your throat because of us. Hello, The X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jesus. All right, Jesus, you're up first. Good luck. I'm getting on a rocket shaped like junk. Next one. To boldly go where no 90-year-old has gone before. <laughs> one more. Captain James Tiberius Kirk, spaceman. It's, um... A guy from Star Trek? <laughs> yeah. That could have been one of the clues. Oh, boy. Which one, though? Any guess? Yeah. Take, I mean, at this point, there's only know. one you're going to think of. That's not fair. Captain Kirk? Yeah, we need his yeah, name, though. Yeah. Sorry, Paolo. Uh, I have no idea. It's all right, Jesus. Sometimes he's not on the top of our minds. Hello, the X. It's the Shaq! It's William the sh- Shatner! That is correct! <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. We appreciate it, yeah. You could have got <laughs> us in trouble, but thank you for filling out the rest of that information. William Shatner is indeed the right answer. Please hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that Papa Murphy's as well as the tickets to the who and why is William Shatner in the news. As of 20 minutes ago, he is the oldest person into space, Nick, at 90 years old. What a treat. He got on the Blue Origin uh, space dong. And I uh, went up with uh, a couple other folks and uh, experienced the upper atmosphere and space and weightlessness and then has returned to Earth. Yeah, he's already there and back. Yeah, it doesn't take very long. No, no, he got up there pretty quick and down they came, landed safely. He's all right. I mean, I, I can't imagine you want to mess around. What, 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 was, uh, what was Buzz Aldrin when he went up there? Because he was uh, pretty up there as well. Yeah, I don't know, but he wasn't 90. No, I can't remember if he was in his 80s or something like that. He definitely, I mean, he was prior to William Shatner, the oldest person in space. Uh, but he was up there for a little bit yeah, longer than and uh, I'm sure we'll hear about uh, William Shatner talk about this for the rest of his life now. Oh, man, uh, I'm sure. Get ready for the tweet storm to come. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. <laughs> 
That is Chevelle. That is Mars Simula. It's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J for this Wednesday morning. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, man. We appreciate it. It was a good solid day. Big J actually approved the kids' movie on Netflix that he selected for streaming dumbass. It is called Night Books. You can check it out now. Perfect for you and the kids to watch just in time for Halloween, which is never a bad thing. We also warned you to watch out for people that want to splash hot, bubbling, guess, fryer oil on you at a fast food place. That's never a good thing. Could lead to several skin grafts, which also I consider to be pretty painful. And we had a chance to talk about all sorts of fun that is William Shatner and Big J learned something about James Bond today. So it was a fairly eventful Wednesday morning, I would say. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, a guy in England named Matt Ellis, he has set the Guinness World Record for visiting the most pubs in 24 hours. Hmm. And while at each pub, he had to drink four ounces of beverage. How much is four ounces, I'm trying to think? Not much. Like a shot, basically? Yeah, he chose mostly orange juice or Diet Cola then along the way. it's not a pub I know. Crawl. The well, hell out of here. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Matt ended up getting in and out of a total of 51 pubs, but to me, this is... Uh, fraud. Yeah. Fraud. Yep. Listen, anybody can go into a bunch of buildings and take a shot of orange juice, man. Doesn't make it a pub crawl. I mean, all that being said, if it was actual alcohol, he'd be on his ass well before he had 50. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ain't no way he's getting in that particular number. But yes, this is not. This is a flawed record. Is it actually sanctioned by the Guinness Book of World Records? Yeah, it's a Guinness World Record. Listen, that publication has lost all credibility as far as I'm concerned. Down with Guinness. <laughs> what have you done, Guinness? Why would you soil your pages with this ridiculous claim? It is crazy and yeah, absurd. Edgar Wright's very upset. Yeah, no kidding. Go watch The World's End, everybody. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Western Heating and Air. Jason Drew's coming in next. We shall see you tomorrow.